Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast. Super excited that you take time to join a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. On this special episode, I am so excited and truly honored to be joined by a phenomenal leader, a philanthropist at heart, uh, one who is a trailblazer. I always speak and say this about him, that he's one of the influencers, even before uh, we were introduced to influencers on social media. He's been a great influence and a voice to a lot of business leaders and entrepreneurs. And there's quite a lot of hats that he wears, which we'll talk more about, a father, uh, an amazing husband and he actually does quite a lot but over and above that an incredible leader ladies and gentlemen i'm joined in studio by tabiso mabuhwane thank you thank you thank you thank you for having me thank you so much for joining us i'm really so excited to have you part of our podcast episode no it's really an honor it's really a privilege i'm very excited and it's good to see you. it's been a while it's been a while yeah. uh, i think uh, but we'll talk more about that uh with this tricky year that has actually kept us indoors but maybe just to uh jump in and introduce yourself to our podcast family as to who you are and just kindly uh, for those who might not know you just introduce yourself as to who is Utabiso Mabukwan. I'm only, I'm only probably popular in your space <laughs> so I'm not as popular as you make me out to be but I'm Utabiso Mabukwan. I was born and raised in Wetbank. Uh, I'm a father, I'm a, my husband and uh, I'm a man of faith. Uh, I love God with all my heart, I'm a businessman. Uh, I'm a brother, yeah. I'm a son, yeah. so you could say I'm a, I'm a bit of a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does quite a lot, and you'll hear as we begin to talk, uh, he's a speaker, he's a, but over and above, he's one of the trailblazers in terms of entrepreneurship in the city of Emalacheni in South Africa. He's built sustainable business, and we'll talk more about that. And he's really done so much. And maybe to tee off our podcast episode, I'm not sure if you are a golfer, but in golf, we've got this tee where you put it on the ground and you put the ball, and that's where you hit the ball from. But to start off our episode, rather, uh, maybe tell us about some of the transitions that you've made in your leadership, which have landed you to where you currently are. I think I've been very lucky enough to have been or kind of led the kind of life that I've led over the years. I was born in a very exciting time in our country. I was born during the time of apartheid, and I remember very well, I spoke to one of my old teachers at school. She mentioned something very interesting. Apparently, when I was in grade one, I was asked, what is that I want to do when I grow up? To which I responded, I wanted to be umlumu or drive the ambulance. Which means <laughs> I wanted to be a white man that drives an ambulance, emphasis being white, because all that was good and beautiful was always deemed to be coming from the white community. Wow. Uh, the ambulancing part was a good one. This that sums up my life because I've always been one that wants to lend a helping hand. Wow. I, I, I could not physically drive the ambulance itself, but I think I, over the years there's been people that I've carried in yeah. my life, yeah. people that have learned from me. So that's probably the time I came. 
came from. And growing up, having 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 had that sort of background, I knew very well segregation was a huge part of our lives. Right. There was an everyday visible segregation that we went through. You know, I stayed in in, 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 in what you call this complex, which was a black only community. Yeah. We would go to Ekotas, which was a white only community, to wow. buy everything that was good and nice. And and and, and through all of that, you could always sort of think it was probably something better than, mm. than, than what you're exposed to. Mm. And it's always been a quest of mine and it's always been an intention of mine to just wake up in the morning and, and, and try and expose myself to as much as I can. When we were growing up, what you could do as a black person was just try and have a good education. Yeah. Uh, to probably a lawyer, uh, a teacher or a nurse if you're lucky enough you could be a doctor and so that was the thinking initially say I'm going to be a doctor yeah. not because I wanted to be a doctor because I wanted to break away from the poverty that was underlining most of our spaces yeah. I knew that I wasn't going to do well with the teacher's salary <laughs> because both my parents were teachers uh, and I could see also the amount yeah, <laughs> and I could see the amount of struggle that they still had to face yeah. you couldn't have everything yeah. you had to choose it's probably a car or a house a house or a wedding whatever that you wanted to do was more <laughs> yeah. choices and I felt there was probably more to life than just having to make such choices. Wow. I, I felt at some point, you just need to turn around the globe and see where you're going to go. That's probably <laughs> the one thing that I would have wanted to enjoy about life rather than to choose whether I'm paying school fees or paying for a car. Wow. So I intentionally went out and figured, how do I best make this work? Mm. And I knew that I didn't want to be behind the counter at the shop because <laughs> that was what was typically a black man's business. Yeah. Either you had a shop or you had a taxi. I knew I'd want to sit behind the wall the entire day. I don't think I had the patience for it. <laughs> so I need to be very, I don't know what's the right word for it, but very daring. Yeah. I love space. that. I'm, I'm just going to jump in there yeah. because I think you're actually leading into something I was going to ask as to what then caused you or enabled you to break out of the norm of the day? Was it the daring attitude that you had? I've always been a bit, a bit, a bit, I've always been a bit of a maverick, you could say. Yeah. Uh, never one to really listen to rules. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, 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 I regret some of those decisions. <laughs> but, but for me, there was always something more to life than just walking the normal path. Wow. And, and, and I think probably I'd want to give a bit of credit to my parents as well, yeah. to have allowed us that little bit of room yeah. to really think outside the box. But also, just that spirit of just wanting to do more. For yeah. me, it's always been that underlining sort yeah. of motivation in everything yeah. that I was doing. To say, look, can you try something different? Can you try more? Yeah. And, and at that point, when we got into it, it was actually more, eh? And because it opened up a landscape for a whole lot of other people. It, it said it could be done. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you find this inspiration in the most awkward and weird places. Wow. And sometimes, no matter how awkward, wow. small and irrelevant, it is those... Wow sort of settings that, that bring about a bright idea. Wow. I mean, mine having been brought up in the minds brought about a very nice idea into my space, which wow. I've made a life out of it. Wow. Yeah. Podcast family, that's pure gold. Um, maybe let me just pull one thread there. You find inspiration in the most awkward places or in the most uncomfortable. I love that. I really love that. And, 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 and you spoke about exposure as well as to how you, where you grew up also exposed you to uh, the line of business that you do. We're going to talk about that uh, in terms of entrepreneurship shortly. But there's something fascinating which you shared in a recent, when I hosted you in my radio show, um, where you spoke about exposure uh, and the importance of as a parent, which is one of the hats that you wear. 
exposing your kids to a better quality of life. I always laugh about this, but uh, I think, uh, in fact, I know the first time I went to Sentin uh, or used the how train was with Utabi. So uh, he introduced us to uh, that fancy, quote unquote, expensive life. Uh, I remember, maybe share this uh, on the podcast episode. I remember a time where he took me to, um, I think it was Menland Mall, one of the biggest malls we have in the country. And we drove there in his sports car and we got there. He took me into a very expensive salon. I was shocked. There's a salon where you can get your hair cut for like 200 and he's busy paying. I'm like thinking, is this guy for real? And after that, I was like, my head was just like a ball, just sliding like that. Afterwards, he, we eat, we dine, takes me, they do my bath and shine. And I was not exposed to all this my whole life. I remember even entering to the parking. That was the first time I always tell him where there was a VIP parking, where we were able to get access uh, to that parking. And observing that as a passenger, as a Piriyama back then, uh, it really pushed me to, to that space of what you are saying, that there's a world that is bigger than where I am. But I wouldn't have known that had I not been exposed to it. It, it, it always comes with just the idea of just wanting to do better. I think if there's one, something fascinating about us as human beings, as a species, yeah. is the fact that we, we've been given the ability to evolve wow. and, and, and to grow. Mm. I always say that a father's highest point is a son's entry point. Wow. When you think you've reached your maximum, your children will surprise you. Wow. But that only comes when you intentionally wake up in the morning wow. with that idea of wanting to give them a little bit more than what you had. Wow. That is why we, we strive in giving them more. Wow. We, we strive. You know, there's a very thin line between spoiling your kids yeah. and, and exposing them. Wow. You know, I, when you spoil them, it's when you have them sitting in front of the TV and, and, and watching Netflix yeah. uh, the entire day. Yeah. But when you expose them, it's them sitting on the same couch, same TV, same Netflix, but watching a program wow. that's about probably something more like fact-finding, yeah. more investigative, yeah. documentary, yeah. you know what I mean? The same amount of energy, uh, uh, facility, yeah. but the, the, the exposure comes in, what is it that they're actually taking in? Wow. It's the deposit that you're actually making wow. into, into that space. So I think for me now, it's always wow. been that thing to say, there is more to life. In fact, I've always believed that if we could just wake up every morning with the same laughter, I'm sure we can all live in a better world. And that is the laughter of knowing that today I've got a new day where I know very well that I could be somewhere I've never been before. Wow. I could learn something I've never So I've wow. always said exposure also means having a, a teachable spirit. Spirit. Yeah, just make sure that you're learning every day, everywhere, and in any interaction, try and grasp something. Like that. I, I love that. Maybe let's talk to someone who's watching and who's part of the podcast family and uh, wants to be a better leader. Uh, where do they start? What do they think about? What do they need to do? For anybody who's out there, I think there's, there's just a few principles that, that, that govern our world. Yeah. There, there are a few things that are, cannot be changed. Yeah. And there are a few things that I feel, if followed through properly, you know, they, they, they form the basis of, of, of what should have been every person's inheritance. Wow. And I, I believe in my heart that we're all leaders in our own spaces. Mm. But what makes a great leader for me has always been somebody who's able to serve. Mm. I, I have never came across anybody who's been great who's never walked the, 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 the distance. Mm. In fact, I always say you cannot prophesy what you don't possess. Mm. And what makes you a great leader is for you to walk a certain path mm. and then realize that you clearly can't do this on your own and walk back and try and gather a crowd with the attitude of saying, not only am I going to 
take them to where I want to go, but I'm going to empower along the way. Wow. I'm going to caution along the way. I'm going to be the guy that serves as a warning because I feel that it's really no point in you making the same mistakes as I did. Wow. So in, in leadership is to say, I am not great, but in my weakness, wow. let you be great. That's how I've always looked at it. So I think that's what has allowed me to live a life that has made me make so many friends along the way wow. because I don't speak from a point of somebody else. But I speak from my own point yeah, of view, yeah. from my own perspective, yeah. and from my own path that yeah. I've traveled. Yeah. So that's what I think sums up what, in my mind, is a good leader. Somebody who's able to serve yeah. and, and, and speak about their failures. And I love, maybe within the failure, uh, uh, we'll talk maybe about that. Uh, maybe, in fact, let's jump into that because there are two things. Because you're saying so many profound things and you just keep putting a lot that I would like to double-click on. Um, um, I, I, I've seen you connect with crowds from different walks of life. I've seen you emceeing weddings, events. In fact, in our city, if not province, is one of the best. It, now he's passing on the baton, which is part of what he's saying in terms of transferring and empowering others. But I've seen you handle crowds from church, from corporate, from uh, people from different spaces, and you seem to connect with all of them so effortlessly or so gracefully. How do you do that? And maybe also within the space of leadership, what would you say is the importance of a leader uh, to connect with the people that they lead? People are people, eh? And it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We, we have the same struggles, same fears, same joy, and same sort of ideas. We could be coming from different spaces, different part of the country, but I think ultimately we move by the same things. Mm. That is the the ultimate attitude to want to survive, mm. to, to, to want to strive, to want to do better and, 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 and walk away from what makes us uncomfortable. Mm. And keeping it real and, 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 and making sure that you know you stay grounded on reality. Yeah. For me, that's what has always been probably my biggest selling point. Mm. Look, I, I, I stumbled. And when I picked up, I was probably at a very young age, and I figured it's easier to stammer in fast-forward mode than in a normal mode. <laughs> I probably run over my word every time I speak. That's why when I normally speak, I speak very fast, and sometimes you can hear me. Sometimes I miss some of the words. Yeah. But I then understood that in, 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 in the same breath of me having what you regard as a disability, uh, just having the right attitude has allowed me to just wow. turn it around wow. and, 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 and made it work for me because I think wow. in my mind being fast forward in the way I speak, I probably make a better MC when we're late <laughs> and when we have all the time in the world. Yeah. So I think that's what, 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 what has probably helped me along the way and, and the fact that we just try and connect to people on a normal day-to-day basis and just yeah. keeping abreast with what's current. Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Wow. That's brilliant. Um, I love how you started off and said people are people from all over the world, wherever you meet them, you just need to be able to connect with their humanity first. That's really so amazing. Um, 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 something you actually said, which I said we would maybe double click on as well, is failure. H- how would you say that failure uh, has shaped your life um, in your journey of leadership and all that you do? I, I think the moment you begin to accept that you about to fail. It, it, I say knowing is half the truth. Yeah. You know, if you know that you're probably going to fail in trying to do something and you can overcome that alone, for me that's already a, 
a plus. We, we don't speak about failure because I think we've been brought up in a way where we have given so much credit to success, yet we've never really paid attention to the underlining lifting point of success, which is failure. Mm. Anybody you've ever spoken mm. to will tell you they probably failed a whole lot more time than they succeeded. Wow. In fact, I'll probably say nine out of ten times you fail. <laughs> and whenever, whenever you're about to give up, you know, God sort of passes you a, a cookie. And you just, for me, I say it's a cookie and you just pass. Yeah. And, 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 and it just lifts you up again and you go again and you try for the ninth time, the tenth time you pass. So for me, I think on average, we live a very interesting, difficult, very challenging life. Yeah. And I think when you walk in with an understanding to say, you know what, even if... I do fail. The secret in it all is just not to stop. Wow. I think that's what I always wow. say. You just keep walking. And sometimes you walk. And, 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 and funny enough, I've never really kind of always had it together. Mm. And I remember one of the things I pr- made a promise to myself those years back, I was probably in my trick. And remember, I, I, I kind of went through school I, I, I was one of those guys I, I just went through school the aim was to finish <laughs> because I was doing so horrible that I just needed to get over and done and every time somebody came in and they would tell you how successful they are it was always how well they've done in mm. sport how well they were socially how well they were. It, it was always those what do you call them uh, stuck kids yeah and to a certain level I, I just felt there was really no room for me in the world mm. Until I came across somebody who actually admitted to their failures mm. and, and, and made me realize that mm. I could actually harness the same energy into something more positive. And mm. my life was just turned around in an instant. So I think we speak more about success than we do about our failures. Yes. And what is said about the whole thing is that success is very, very sort of visible and very shiny mm. and very, very glamorous. Mm. But the, 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 the failure part of it is the opposite. And because we like shining things, we like the spotlight, you know, it always shines on there. And I think a lot needs to be paid attention to also is the hidden uh, uh, aspects of it all. Because for every sort of successful story, there's always those sacrifices, there's always those, 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 those toiling and, and, yeah. and, and, the, and the hard work and the disappointment yeah. and, and the chastisements and all that comes with it. Yeah. And, and that's what we don't teach our children. Mm. You know? so we, we don't teach them. In fact, I said we've got a budget for such things. You wow. know? Have, a, have, have a budget for failure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you walk into a hospital, the idea is to be healed, but they have a mortuary. <laughs> so in the event that somebody dies, <laughs> it, it doesn't have an issue. But I say, you know, in life, wow. you've got a budget for certain things. Look, I'm going to try this. Wow. Yes, I'm going to budget for failure. Yeah, wow. but I'm going to succeed. So wow. I think it, it, it sort of helps as well. Wow. That's pure gold. Pure, pure, pure gold. Let's um, maybe zoom into now your talk more to your entrepreneurial journey yeah. and especially within failure because I think we have a lot of young people who are have a lot of ideas and want to branch out within the space of entrepreneurship and then when they fail once they just give up and think I, I'm not called for this so it's for so and so. Uh, maybe take us through your journey uh, of entrepreneurship and also maybe speaking to the importance of entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, we'll talk more maybe after that towards that direction, especially in the backdrop of 2020 and all that happened and maybe the role of entrepreneurs going forward. But for now, maybe just teed off within that space of uh, entrepreneurs and failure, maybe speaking also towards your journey as to what do they do and how does it look like? Uh, the messy middle where you in overalls and just try to get this thing moving and it's not moving. Um, when I began, uh, I, I purely got into it 
with the idea of wanting to create something that was more sustainable. I felt at that point that there was a whole lot of competition around what was going on. And like I mentioned earlier on, that it's either you had a taxi or you had a tech shop. Yeah. And I felt that for me spoke to what we regarded as a black business. Yeah. And I wanted to move away from what was then black business. Because I felt in my heart that I could not reach across the other racial uh, sort of demographic of the country. Yeah. And there was already a struggle within the black business in terms of the revenue being moved around. <laughs> yeah. we, we all understand the struggle of black person and the amount of limitations they have in terms of resources. Yeah. So I felt if I was going to make it different, I needed to tap into a market that was predominantly not black. Mm. And, and, and therefore, I got into the mining space. And I knew as well that if I get into that space, it was such a huge space that required a lot of funding. It was, I needed to come up with something that would have, have easy access, not be so hard on cash flow, but yet lucrative enough to pull something out of it. Okay. So I got into mining, and I remember my first business was a company called Copano Industrial Supplies. Mm. So what I was basically, I was a tuck shop, but to the mines. <laughs> so I took what was a gassy idea, which is a location idea, <laughs> yeah. of you have a shop, right, but then you have a tuck shop. If you don't have the taxi money to go to shop, right, you'll go to a tuck shop to get what you need is essential yeah. just to survive until you've got enough money to go to shop. To go to shop right. Right. Yeah. So I figured mines also have the same situation. Yeah. They want to have their shop right shopping, but they also want to have their tuck shop shopping. <laughs> yeah. So I was it's that brilliant. guy who said, look, let me run to the tuck shop for you. At that point when we began, I was doing very small orders. I mean, I got orders for 400 grand while guys were getting orders for 400,000. I was getting orders for 10 grand while guys were getting orders for 10 million. But in my space, it made sense. I could fund the orders. I provided a service. And what was important, I built my own credibility. Mm. What is killing us, Manja, in this, probably this generation of ours, yeah. is that instant gratification yeah. sort of attitude that we all have. Yeah. Everything is instant, instant this, instant that, yeah. to a point where we even think success has the same sort of wow. formula. We want to get rich and we want to get rich now. now. It has to happen now. Mm. It has to, but we, we, we're not enjoying the journey as much as now we want to enjoy the destination. Wow. Because to us, it's, it's all about the nightlife, it's about the cars, it's about mm. the flesh, it's about the popping, mm. it's mm. about the houses, it's about all that comes with success. Mm. But we fail to understand that if there's nothing that you can if there's one that you can't buy in business is credibility. Mm. And that comes over years of, wow. of, 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 of toiling and working. And oh. you know, there are moments, I must say, there were moments in my life where I didn't put in as much work as I should as a business person, but I kept my doors open mm. because I'd done and I'd paid the school fees all those years before. There's something, there's, there's a certain level of energy that, that, that the world has. I, I don't know how to explain it, yeah. but you know, it's as if you allocated a certain amount of hours towards a certain craft. Mm. Once you've reached those hours, mm. by default success is your portion. Mm. And in any space, I don't know how to measure wow. it, but I just feel it gets to a point in your life sure. once you've reached that, once you've served mm. that certain amount of hours mm. or days or years mm. into that space, mm. you're just like a master. You know, it, it just it just comes all naturally. Wow. It's as if you've paid your school fees wow. and, and, and the Jews are all taken care wow. of. And so I got the space, we, we, it was very lucrative, it, it made sense for us at that point. Mm. And uh, it gave us a very good uh, lifestyle, you know, it, it gave us what we wanted. We were able to then fund and, 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 and be able to contribute towards our, our work outside 
uh, the business yeah. community and, and trying to uplift certain yeah. aspects of the community yeah. and that. Yeah. So it's it's really given us that, wow. that, that 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 life. Yeah, I love this. I love. I love how you said so many podcast family again. Uh, just the past three minutes or four minutes or so, it's pure gold. I encourage you just to pause, rewind a bit, uh, and take your journal and begin to extract those precious nuggets uh, of how I loved how, especially you spoke towards our generation, how we love instant gratification. But if you just keep putting in the time, the effort, we build credibility because credibility you can't buy it. I love that. Look, you, 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 can't, you, you can't separate craft from it all. I, I will say that there's nothing like a new business idea. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 we, we just take what we have, what is existing, yeah. and we improve on it. Make it better. You wow. Know? So we, 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 if we do that, what stops us from making ourselves better as well? Mm. And the better does not come overnight. Mm. It, it comes over studying. It mm. comes over observing, it mm. comes over asking questions, yeah. it comes over failure. Yeah. There's got to be that effort. As much as people put effort into an app that they want to develop, yeah. you also got to sort of delete some of the apps in your spirit, in wow. your space, and make room for wow. what is coming. So I think in a certain wow. extent, I always look at the phone and think it's just exactly like <laughs> how our lives are. Yeah. And we're human beings. Yeah. You know? We've got to remove certain things to make space for certain things. Wow. And so if you are to succeed, mm then there's a certain level of investment that you want to make towards that success. It's going to be a cautious decision. decision. Yeah. I love that. Maybe some of the greatest lessons that you've learned as an entrepreneur, um, what are some of those lessons that you've learned? Uh, one of them uh, from an observer is resourcefulness. Uh, I think as an entrepreneur, you need to be resourceful to make do with what you have. And I've seen you uh, make the most out of all that you had. Uh, please do share with us some of those greatest lessons that you've learned as an entrepreneur. I think love for people mm. has gone a long way into my space. Yeah. The respect that you give to people. And it is not something that you has. Yeah. It is something that you have. Something that you, it's something that you need to be. Mm. It is who you are rather mm. than uh, what you do. What you do. Mm. I always say to people, when you have your own downtime, people always assume when it's your downtime, it's a license to do whatever you want. Mm. And I think it's, it's it's when it matters the most, when you're at your downtime, when you become the most vulnerable, that mm. it's where you need to really shine brighter as a person and who you are. Wow. And, 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 and thus, you would greet everyone from the security to the person mopping the floor, yeah. to the guy at stores, yeah. to the guy who <laughs> won't do nothing for you. Not because... The, look, respect for me is twofold. There's inherited respect and there's respect that's being earned. If it's inherited, I respect you not because of who you are or what you can do for me, mm. but because of who I am. Mm. That's how I respect you. Mm. And then there's what you end as well. Mm. And I say it's irrespective where, why I'm respecting you, but I, I gotta maintain a certain level of respect mm. to every person that you come across. Wow. And that, 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 that helps because you might not be of help for me today, but who's to say in 10 years' time you're gonna be exactly the same person I'm gonna need to succeed? Wow. So I think it's always true when I say, watch the people on your way up mm -hmm. so I'm probably on your way down I don't say on my way down but, but on your way back yeah. you know you, you, you're probably going to need the very same I think I've learned to to say people are very important people above everything else in fact I, I put people above I put my people above everything else mm -hmm. I, I put people above the equipment we have the yeah. assets that we have mm -hmm. the vehicle I've never had accidents mm -hmm. like I'll call it having an accident 
I don't care about the vehicle that can be replaced. The first thing is, are you okay? Are you, are you fine? Wow. Is there anything we can do for you? you? Because we got insurance for all the other stuff, but we haven't got insurance wow. for people. So I think for mm. me, now, one thing I've learned in my entrepreneurial journey is to just to love and respect people. Mm. The second thing I've learned is also to just learn how to evolve. Mm. Times change, yeah. <laughs> and change is probably one of the hardest things for anybody, yeah. especially when you're doing very, very well. Yeah. But I've also learned equally so that God created time to introduce the issues of seasons. Mm. And time opens a door for an old, a new season, and closes the door for an old wow. season. Wow. We're going towards the end of the year. You probably had a very good year. You don't want it to end. <laughs> and I probably had a better year. I want it to end. Yeah. And so it's also important for us to understand that, that, that movement of saying, look, good year, bad year, remain the same and be constant. Mm. Not in operation, but in who you are. Oh. Because if you're gonna rely on what's going on to determine who you are, yeah. then I probably you're not gonna make a good boss. Mm. But if you remain who you are, mm. the rest is just administration. Wow. So wow. I think for me that's always been. Um, maybe I'm just gonna just tear a bit within the space of um, um, evolving as a as an entrepreneur. Uh, how how did it look for you practically having to change and navigate maybe within the backdrop of the year for those who might listen to this podcast episode later in the future we're recording it in the year 2020 which has been very interesting and dynamic so businesses have definitely been affected uh, the importance of evolving now and obviously maybe staying true to your craft but finding ways that you can continue to serve those that you serve look uh, attitude is is, is, is probably the one thing that is very important in anything that you do in life. And and we don't speak about it as much as we did 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, remember back in the day, you, your altitude determines how far your altitude yeah. is. And to a certain extent, that's quite okay. I think it, it is important for any person in, 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 any, in any walk of life, not just to reduce yourself to a season. And, and if you're gonna be a singer, then it makes sense for you to acquire another skill. Yeah. If you're going to be a doctor, it makes sense for you to acquire a different skill. Yeah. There are things that you get naturally. And I think you need to use the time that you have to develop the things that you don't know. Wow. So if the natural things don't work for you, mm. you know, you sort of have the things you've learned along the way mm. just to keep the momentum going. Wow. Because for me now, I've always said, it is not necessarily what you're doing that matters. It's the fact that you're doing something at any given wow. point. It's what keeps the mind sort of going. You don't want to stop for anything. That's always been my, my motto. Be it I know what I'm doing or not. Because truth be told, half the time, no one's sure about what you're doing. Yeah. But because you are keeping at it. And, and, and Gary Player said something very interesting. He says, the harder I practice, the likelier yeah, okay. I got. Yeah. So I think it's the same sort of space. That's brilliant. Now, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Maybe if you were to have a conversation with your younger self, uh, this is you now. Uh, you recently were entering into the 40, uh, where they say life begins at 40. And, and talk to the younger Tabby. So maybe let's eavesdrop on this conversation. <laughs> how, how, how would it go? Yo, yeah, that's a very difficult question. One that you don't really get asked often and for that reason i don't think there's an elaborate answer for it you're tricky <laughs> look I, I don't have any regrets 
I'm not gonna lie to you, I really don't have any regrets. Purely because I think, in, in hindsight, you know, when you speak of how a step of a good person is just sort of guided. For me, I've always believed in the balance between failure and success. Mm. I've always believed in the, in, in, the, in, in the space of, it might not make sense necessarily now, mm. but in the later stage when it all comes together, mm. it, it sort of gives you that overall moment. Mm. But if there's one thing I would have changed differently in my life, especially in my entrepreneurial walk, mm. would have been to invest a little bit more in the beginning, mm. in the conventional way. Because in our quest of wanting to find new ideas, in our quest of wanting to be better, in our quest to chase the next big thing, mm. we forget the fundamental of what makes a business. Wow. Those very basic steps mm. of any business. Mm. Those making sure that you will not take money from this working business mm. to try and find an idea. Yeah. But instead, take money from your own profit and fund their own no idea. Mm. I think to a certain level, I've stifled my yeah. existing business yeah. uh, and, 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 and actually at a certain point collapse some of them yeah. because of wanting to, 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 to speed up mm. the process of growth in what I, I was thinking was the next big thing. Wow. So uh, I think that's probably one of the regrets that I really have in business. Uh, call it a price I need to pay <laughs> for where I am, yeah. but I say it's not. I think it was that arrogance that came with ambition. Mm. So I think if I could have been a little bit more sort of septic to yeah. and be sympathetic, because you know when you're young and you walk into a space, they always say a new broom sweeps. And it's to some extent the, the attitude that you have in the new ideas yeah. will always kind of make you a little bit arrogant. Yeah. And uh, wow. I, 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 I wow. suffered from that as well wow. because it was working and working so well wow. that even if somebody tried to advise mm. you, I mean, who, that, who are they? Because yeah. you're probably ahead, you're probably yeah. doing better. Yeah. You're probably in a better space yeah. than, 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 mm. than themselves. So there was that little bit of arrogance that mm. was there in the beginning, mm. which is something that I, I wish I'd, I'd known better how to handle. Mm. You know, it's, it's something that I'm teaching my kids every day yeah. to say, you know what, there is a certain level of arrogance that comes with ambition. And if you can just Trim it. Trim it and just yeah. yank it a bit and just yeah. control it. Then you, 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 you're in a better space in a better world. Thank you so much for being vulnerable. Um, I, I think I took so much from that because I think it's something that every leader needs to always be very intentional as to, especially when you do something and it works and someone externally comes and you might not be as open to learn and comes with that and you mentioned how ambition comes with a certain level of arrogance but we need to trim it and be very intentional about that uh, thank you so much thank you so much for that maybe as we bring in our plane for landing uh, this has been an amazing uh, podcast episode which has added great great value uh, to the leaders uh, leadership is fill in the blank if you were to define leadership in one word yeah. maybe what would you say it is leadership is yeah, filling in the missing word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Leadership for me has been to serve. Serving. Yeah, serving. Mm. Serving. We, 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 we live to serve. Mm. We, we, we try and understand to serve better. Mm. We try to learn mm. to serve better. Mm. We try to give mm. to allow our serving to be better. We try to sacrifice. Yeah. To create an aspect for wow. us to serve better. So for me, leadership is serving. Serving, serving, serving. Beautiful. Yeah. That's brilliant. Your parting thoughts and shots to our podcast family. 
um, also the conclusion of that part would be where can they uh, connect more with you and some of the exciting things maybe that you are currently doing and how can they connect with you and glean more from this well of wisdom that you are? I kind of like the, the, the part where you forget you and I are not of the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the OG. <laughs> a TBT, as you'd say. I'm, 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 I'm through him. Whatever you want, it's going to have to be through you. But as, as, as a parting short, all I can say is 2020 has been a very interesting year. Yeah. Uh, I, I still remain convicted to what I said a couple of months back, that 2020 brought with it its own challenges. Yeah. But one of the things that it brought, it brought for me... A very nice phenomenon. Yeah. Some people learned how to win and some people learned how to lose. Mm. And that was very, very important. I mm. think we at the time, especially mm. in our country, where, where, where there were certain individuals that needed to learn how to lose a bit. Yeah. Just to yank them because of that arrogance yeah. that we were talking about earlier on. Yeah. And there are those that need to win. Yeah. Just for them to have the confidence to understand that, you know, this journey is not for selective individuals. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a communal sort of uh, journey it is a communal sort of sort of effort that everybody has to play their part in the world yeah. to make this world a different world better. and make it better for mm. everybody else so I think to those who've lost we need to see another day <laughs> to those who have won keep your heads low work hard just know that you have been placed in a place of privilege yeah. to be of influence wow. and to serve others so whatever it is that you've gained Use that for the betterment of other people, people and make it better for them and allow them to enjoy your journey by teaching, by reinvesting, by constantly guiding and just giving back and encouraging them. Yeah. The biggest currency that the world is suffering from now is not money or the US dollar or the yen, it's hope. Mm. If we can convert our efforts into hope, wow. we can solve the debt that the world or 2020 has gone and created. Wow. So I think let's use hope and just buy ourselves back into normality. Wow. For this family, um, this was an incredible, incredible episode uh, with Tabitha Mabukwane. Uh, we'll be leaving his details as well on the description so that you can connect with him on Instagram. And we're actually having a conversation of outside the, 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 the recording of some of the things that he's going to be doing within the startup, within the tech space and putting himself out to them more because I keep telling him he's got so much to contribute. He's paid his tuition. He definitely has. And thank you so much for adding thank value to us you. and adding value to our podcast family. So thank you so much. Thank you to you, our podcast uh, listener who has been with us uh, till the end. Uh, remember to head over to our website www.mzwandilemakakula.com to download the episode notes. They will help you with the application of the content. We've curated it in such a way that you can go through the content with your teams so that it can help you apply the content that we shared. So till we meet again, let's continue to take your lead. But as you take your lead, help us change the world one individual at a time. Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead Podcast.